When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If it weren't for the mask and the melanin, everybody at home would see how much I'm blushing. Right. Um, do we want to move some chairs and like do a little interview now? Um, for those of you watching at home, I know you might be thinking now, why is it that we're stopping this amazing party to have an interview? Well, Craig and I thought it was really important for you to understand a little bit about the personal history of Body Moves. Uh, and also some of the like uh, global uh, ethno-cultural history, <laughs> but we'll get into that a little bit later. Let's uh, bring these chairs together. Let's do this. All righty. So, um, Craig, I think I met you um, on a dance floor. Uh, was it? Maybe 10 years ago now? Probably something like that, yeah. <laughs> and I think I pulled up on you and I said, Hi, I'm from the NAACP of <laughs> House Music. And in then Los you probably Angeles. like sang into my ear after that. I, I think so. <laughs> um, and, and we're going to talk a lot about how house music, especially, keeps black people together. I want to talk a little bit about your personal history okay. on dance floors, but also on stages across the world as a professional dancer. Tell us about your background as a professional dancer. Okay, so I started dancing at the age of six, danced my whole life, no sports, no other anything, just dance. All the way from the age of six till today. <laughs> uh, I moved here to LA to be a dancer and a choreographer, so I'm currently doing that and directing as well as DJing. And yeah, I've worked with so many big names uh, it's kind of weird to talk about them, but um, I'll just say from like Leaky Lee to Bieber to Mariah Carey to Pentatonix to blah, blah, blah. And so that's what I do. <laughs> Amazing. I, you know, I asked you about like asking dancers who they've worked with in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm just so shocked that like in the dance culture, like that's not a thing. It's just kind of weird for, or at least for me, it's weird for me to talk about. Like, I, I feel like I'm like bragging and that's the last thing that I want to do. Um, but that's my life and that's that's how I got here. It's so. very glamorous. <laughs> um, but I also know that you put a lot of hard work into it. Years of training, years of, of athleticism and, and working your body and learning and uh, choreographing. I mean, that, that must take a toll on your energy. What is, what is that lifestyle like? How does it feel to be a professional dancer? Um, it's 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 interesting you know you get to meet these celebrities who inspire you and you get to inspire other people and you know travel the world and see so many things it's a really beautiful situation um, you just have to really know yourself and don't get lost in it you know because you know so many people are just trying to be what they think that they should be instead of being themselves and by me being myself it's gotten me where I am and it's gotten me out of dance further past it to be able to choreograph and direct tours and music videos and now DJ and do so many other things. So I'm definitely blessed to be able to have that as a background. 
I think it's amazing because even when you're, you know, not doing the professional dancing, you know, if you're choreographing, even if you're directing a video or if you're DJing, there's this like dancer sensibility that you have as far as like, you know, how to, you know, position your body, how to work the camera. Um, can you tell me and the folks at home a little bit about how dancing and coming from that professional dancer's background has impacted your taste and practice as a DJ? Um, I think just, you know, I just absolutely love music. There's nothing else that I love more. It's my deepest connection. So, you know, whether it be from dancing or DJing or anything really, it's just all about the music. The music has just moved me so much. Um, it moves me to tears. Sometimes I'm back there at the decks or I'm dancing. Even when I was like young, we had a dance. I was like 10 and I was on stage crying like because I was so emotional and just like in it. I just, there's just a connection that nobody else or nothing I could, it's just the music for me. It's just all the music, you know, that's where it all comes from. Would you say that music is your favorite lover? Music is my only lover. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in the uncut special <laughs> now um i want to know you're, you're talking about how like you know music just has this way of animating you i want to know um oh yeah like we need, we need some melanin, melanin lighting you come through man. please <laughs> <laughs> um I want to know, like, what are some of the the moments or some of the sounds or some of the genres, some of the DJs, some of the songs even, that, like, really get you moving? Like, what, like, what is something that, like, if you heard it, you would not be able to sit down? Um, I, I think the first thing that would come to my head is uh, Dajay's Brighter Days. Um, there's just something about house music. I just absolutely love house. I'm a house head. I love it. Uh, but there's just something about a positive lyric that kind of feels spiritual, that lifts you up and makes you feel good, fills the room with joy, where you can't do anything but move. Even if you're trying not to, you have to. You know, there's a lot of people that say that, they, that they're not a dancer. Everybody can dance. Maybe you're not good at it, but <laughs> it's still okay. Like, I think one of the most attractive things is um, confidence and commitment. So if you can commit to the beat and just let it take over your body, you fine as hell to me. So. <laughs> yeah, I I have to say some of my best experiences in LA has been like partying with you and your dancer friends. And I'm like, wait, am I a dancer too? You're totally a dancer, Mandy. I, that, I wasn't fishing for compliments at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. But... I do think that there there's something to the the level of commitment, right? Like when you're with a group of people who are like completely committed that you can't really like doubt yourself in the same yeah. way that you would have if you were just like, you know, well, in the mirror, I don't really have any doubts, but like, you know, if you were like alone in a dance floor or like there there's something about the energy that you create around you. I should I should I should really give you credit for it ah, actually. Thank you. <laughs> there's something about the energy that you create when you're on the dance floor, but also when you're behind the decks. I remember um, maybe a month ago, mm -hmm. um, you played an amazing set. Thank you. Um, it was T for T, Love Energy. Yes, that was a great night. Tell us about that lineup. Tell us about that night. What inspired that set? What inspires your sets in general? Um, that night was um, actually 
a dream for me. Uh, two of my favorite DJs are Aris, Drew, and Octa Octa. They're a couple and they make amazing music and amazing experiences on the dance floor. So Octa Octa actually reached out to me and asked if I would play with them for a show. And I was literally in tears. Again, we talked about tears. And it just was beautiful. I, you know, I actually have a, a, a section of my records that are like dedicated to them. And whenever that I DJ, I try to make people feel the way that they make me feel because they've made me feel the most beautifulest I've ever felt on a dance floor. Um, so the night was really good. It was Aris Drew and Octa Octa, myself, Board Lord, and the women of Surround, or shall I say the people of Surround, just to make sure that we're safe. Um, and it was a beautiful night. The music all night was on point. I brought it to a place. Aris and Octa brought it to a place. Board Lord brought it to a place. It was just the energy kept going all night. Maybe some of the best energy that I've seen in LA in a while. Um, I feel like here in LA, a lot of people tend to not dance or not let go. And I feel like that night, people were on fire. I don't know what it was. I but. personally was on 10. <laughs> you 20, were. <laughs> 30, 40. A hundred. A hundred dollar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was an amazing night. And we can get a little bit more into some of our favorite dance experiences yeah. um, in LA. I, I want to know, uh, as a DJ, you, you spoke to it a little bit, and then I'll let you get back into what has already been an amazing set. When you're playing, um, what do you want to share with the folks who are listening or who are dancing to the music that you're playing? I just want to share the possibilities of what the music can do to a body. Um, the passion, the love that I feel for music since I am a dancer and choreographer, I feel like that leads over into other people and that energy is infectious. I also think that as a DJ, when you see a DJ really feeling their music, it helps the room to be able to feel the music as well, you know? Um, and so I just like to share that back and forth energy with the dancers, with the listeners, with everyone, that we can all just come together and just forget about what's going on in the world and for however long that night is or day we just let go and just release and feel ourselves that's what i'm about that was beautiful um i hope that you folks at home are feeling yourselves um we're gonna have our dancers come back and uh feel themselves yeah I i'm gonna be feeling myself a little bit yes please do i would love that yeah i've been feeling myself like <laughs> you know i thought i was a dancer earlier mm -hmm. uh, I, I got carried away a little bit <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the show but um you didn't do your split We'll talk about that, that later. Was, we, I told you not to mention that on air. And now you're showing out in front of our live audience. I do not do the splits. I never have done one. Mm. <laughs> it's not going to be that day. And it's not that program, ladies and gentlemen. It That's is not right. that program. It's not. All right, y'all. Here comes the second part of the miraculous colored Craig set. Now, I do, I do want to specify one really quick thing. Um, if you are at home and you are um, maybe not quite so melanized, Craig, what do you prefer? Like, it, what what should um, non people of non-color call you? Just call me Craig. So, uncle, uh, actually, I'm Uncle Craig these days, so call me Uncle. Okay, it's uh, you heard it here first, Man's Channel 66. 
an official, unofficial name change, also uh, something that non-melanized folks can refer to uh, Colored Craig as. Uncle Craig or Colored Craig, we're going to hit the second part of this DJ set. We're going to feel ourselves. Dancers, are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to see you over there. I'm, I might do some roving little interviews during this segment, too. Get your shout-outs ready. I'm on my Don Cornelius shit. You know, I, I'm going to tell a little story, actually. Okay. Um, and I'm going to tell a story, and it starts maybe 400 years ago or so. Okay. And it is the story of uh, black people coming to this nation. And I, sh- I sh- coming is an interesting term, right? Because coming implies choice. We, knew- we know that there wasn't choice involved. And um, through fortitude and style and, and maintaining some of the rhythmic traditions, some of the call and response traditions, uh, some of the particular syncopations, some of the particular improv- improvisational uh, habits and tricks, uh, some of the storytelling, uh, we, we created genres. Mm-hmm. Genres that... Um, are, are deeply connected to uh, not only where our people originate from, the continent, West Africa, Central West Africa, um, but also, I would say, have a lot to do with how we were moving our bodies in that time. I think, I think to the history of, you know, blues music, right? Mm-hmm. And then we look, you know, blues, rhythm and blues, house music, disco, you know, that... that timeline that history but i also uh i think about work songs and how there would be these work songs right and like for groups like if everybody had to strike at a certain time Mm -hmm. they would sing a song and then at a certain word everybody knows you hit the hammer right or you lift the thing right and so when i think about house music and the legacy of blues music, right? I'm thinking about a very specific group of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about how that music was literally made to keep us together, to keep us in sync, whether it was work, whether it was the relief from work, right? Whether it was um, in order to be more efficient or whether it was to, to rest and find respite from that work. I think about how important this music that you're playing really is and, and how it carries on a spiritual, uh, a spiritual ethno-cultural tradition. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I wonder, and this is a really big question, okay. and if you need time to think about it, maybe folks at home can think about this question as well. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounded a little too mischievous. <laughs> um, the question is, what is your connection historically, familially, ethnically, culturally to this music that you're playing? And how does that contextualize your experience, your responsibility, your... Uh, your your sense of freedom, your sense of movement within this space. Yeah, I think it, you know, it all goes back to the drum. The drum, a simple rhythm on a drum, right? 
Just a simple four to the floor beat, just as in house music. To me, that's my heartbeat. You know what I mean? I hope I don't cry, because that would be <laughs> too much, but that's what the music, that's where I come from. I come from a drum. I come from a sound, an undulating sound that keeps my body moving, that keeps me pumping. Um, whenever that it is not there, neither am I, you know? Um, to me, I love house music so much because to me it's like church without being in a religion. You still get that uplifting feeling, you still get that message, you still get community, you still get rejoicing, and that's why I love it. That's, that's, that's my, church is, um, uh, house music is my God, okay? It's your lover. It's my lover, my it's friend, God. my God. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't expecting all of this. No, but it's okay, you know? Us. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that that's really something that I, I've been, like, kind of attendant to recently is, like, people will book you to play a great house set, right? And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, you know. Um, done. Easy peasy. Mm -hmm. But I think something that I personally want for people who are you know in, in these worlds whether that's house or techno or r&b or, or any of the the you know many many genres that stem from that african-american tradition that drum right mm -hmm. um i i do i do want so much more cultural recognition and respect for that space because as you're saying it is a church yeah um it has, you know, I'm not the most religious person. I would say I've probably observed more spirituality and ecstasy on the dance floor than I have in, you know, a, a religious institution. Yeah. And and when I am in that space, I really am, I really am going for that experience, as you say, community um, release forgiveness right mm -hmm. from all the mistakes i've made mm -hmm. throughout monday through friday and then saturday night comes and you know here i am and I, i'm perfect and i'm beautiful you know yeah. and um and and i think what's really key is that there when i think about the tradition especially of, of a genre specifically like house music is that that is always what it was for you know yes. that space for um you know i i we talk about we both have well you are from st louis mm -hmm. and i have family from chicago and, and we talk about that history of you know in the midwest of cities like chicago cities like detroit where you had young gay queer uh black and brown people mm -hmm. coming to that space for that release and and the thing about it is it's not a release that they can experience in most mm -hmm. other places yes and so to protect that space and to make sure that it's safe for those communities, I would say is one of the, should be one of the utmost agendas for people who feel that they are connected to and concerned with the legacy and the future yes. of house and techno music. Yes. I mean, that was our gathering space was for us to come together and feel okay and feel safe and to love each other and to experience ourselves fully, 100%, you know? Um, it's so important. Um, I think that a lot of times, a lot of people go out and they're there not for the music. And that kind of... What are they there out. for, Craig? 
Oh, I don't. Let's just talk about. Let's talk some <laughs> shit. You have reached the shit talking portion of body moves. No, for me, it's just like I'm, I'm honestly there for the music. I have a bit of social anxiety. So even when I'm around a lot of people at a party, I don't really have anything to say. I'm literally there to live my life, like to completely let go and to feel something. I feel like these days we're feeling nothing. There's a lot of numbness. There's a lot of sickness going on and a lot of hate. And all I want to do is just fucking love people. I just want to be in a room full of beautiful people that are all there to just like catch the same vibe and leave going home feeling better than, than they came in. Like, yeah. that's it. You know, I will admit, I, I go out to pull a look. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have a look, right? That's you know what I'm part of it. Um, but I do, I do. I mean, that's like even in church, they be pulling looks. Like, oh, for sure. Oh, Pope Francis, for sure. I mean, come on, Sister Mary Clanton, robed down, bejeweled, <laughs> the crown. Um, My mom's a church lady, so. Well, oh, church, la- church lady, church lady. Okay. I mean, that's that's half the reason. There's Jesus, and then there's the Fitz. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got her, and then I got my dad, who was actually a DJ. Right. Which now this is me at the house playing house music. So you didn't have a choice. <laughs> I really had no choice. Yeah. You know what's funny is like when I first started dancing, they I always tell people that they put me in dance class because I never stopped dancing, and I feel like they were just like, "Can you just?" take him like please just take him away <laughs> and that's how i feel like i really got started dancing but yeah i just love the music when i'm djing i just want people to feel good because you know everybody's looking forward to the weekend that's why i played that um lookout look weekend early weekend. yeah i love playing an acapella now so you all, y'all be hearing that a lot of sets now so amazing <laughs> I, I honestly cannot wait you know i always go wild when you play you you told me that you didn't see me at the last party but I think it's because there were tears in your eyes, honest. I saw you for like a second. So what happened? Because <laughs> I really, I really pulled like some friendship ace moves here. I was at an ESG. You was like a couple parties. I was at an ESG show. Mm-hmm. Legendary. And me and Cat Jones, shout out Cat Jones. Cat, love you. Me and Cat Jones were at this ESG show, and we were like, "Yo, we cannot miss Craig's set." So we left the show. We pulled up to the party, which, like, that venue is kind of, like, you know, yeah. a little yeah. <laughs> professional. And <laughs> they clearly had a sign that said no ins and outs at both venues. But you, you pulled some strings. You know, you know what's up. I was in. And I was, I was out, out. And I was, and I was right back, back in. in. <laughs> we pulled up back at the ESG show in time for their set. That's right. And then we came for the rest of that party. Such a great night. That was such a great night. Tell me about some of your other favorite parties in LA. Um, some of my other favorite parties. I'm honestly not really partying as much these days, um, but some parties that I loved back in the day were Directory, which is no longer, which is so sad because that's actually where I saw Eris and Octa right before pandemic started. And I had a full on night like out of body experience the music stopped at the end and i broke into tears and friends carried me out of the club okay that's the kind of experience i had so that would be my number one will be directory um mooney habits is really nice um is mooney still going mooney's still going but i think he's doing it under a different alias now okay um 
foreigners' parties are really good. All the foreigners' parties, I love those. Um, I'm kind of drawing a blank here. Those are like all pretty much underground parties. All underground. I don't really go to like bars or anything that's like above ground. Okay. That's where I live, and then I live <laughs> underground. <laughs> we met at Rhonda years ago. Yes, we did. Our, our first chocolate embrace. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember it. Like I remember. I remember that first chocolate embrace. <laughs> So, well, I still love that party. They're still doing it. Yeah. Um, Are you going to go this weekend? Yeah, I'm going this weekend. Okay, great. We're going to we're gonna go to Rhonda. We're you going come to, to Rhonda this weekend. <laughs> okay, so I will say there's a special guest. It's, this is not promotional, but there's a special guest. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> she's not me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> how, how do you know that she uses a she pronouns? <laughs> great Anyways, point. Anyways, <laughs> it's going to be live. <laughs> and we'll see you there. If you're black, you might get a chocolate embrace. Mm-hmm. But you might not. <laughs> um, and when you go to a party, let's okay. say you go, you go to this party this week, what is like the vibe that you hope to see? I honestly or just feel. I hope to go out and to feel and to see and experience a room of people just dancing, just coming together. You know what I really wish? I wish that people would not face the DJ anymore. I wish that people would face each other and really have some interactions with one another on the dance floor. You know what I mean? I I really think that we should stop here, underline that, bold and italicize it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a really, really great revision. Yeah. I love dancing with people, but I also do feel... You know I'm like a grindaholic. I, uh-huh. I be all over people. I be, <laughs> I be nasty. <laughs> I'll be right there with you too. So it's all good. <laughs> um, but I do. I wish there were more like dancing with each other. Like yes. I just, and I will say, like there is certainly an intimacy that I experience on the dance floor because I just be all over people. But mm-hmm. I do like it. Just feels so good to like have your body on somebody else. Yes. While you're dancing. Yeah, and to like follow somebody's rhythm, like their hips or if their chest is coming towards you like going like right. with each other that's or like if they're running up to you and they're like catch me right okay i know <laughs> hint hint <laughs> so um i'm glad that we're on the same page for this weekend oh yeah for sure we have a little agenda maybe let's ride together let's do it honestly. y'all getting all of, y'all getting all of our plans right um <laughs> I, I did say I was not going to publicize my plans anymore because, you know, she's got a little following now. Right. Um, but yeah, whatever. If you want to go out, I might I might be on this particular dance floor this weekend. Let's Don't do talk to me if it looks like I'm really in the groove, though, and having a good time. Boom. That's another one, right? Yes. No talking on the dance floor. No parking on the dance floor. No parking on the dance floor. Yes. Um... And, like, maybe, like, try to stretch out your psoas mm-hmm. um, so you can give us a little hip. There was a lo- there was definitely, like, I'd say between, like, 2013, 2018, all I, w- I was just seeing a lot of neck. Mm-hmm. And I know that there is part of our generation, part of our, our, our raving generation, um, part of our generation Ooh. probably has some real strain just in the upper body for how much they put... 
the neck through. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking maybe if people would just kind of like bring that down to other major joint points that that we could have a more fluid kind of vibe on the dance floor. Yes. Like it should be a full body experience. Like don't just use one thing. You got to let it out. All of the limbs. You got to loosen up all those joints. You just got to fucking get down and just stop trying to be so good. And just let the music fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Straight get, up. Get fucked up. Get fucked up. Yeah. And um, <laughs> get fucked up safely and responsibly. <laughs> no GHB. None of that crazy stuff. Um, you know what would be nice if, the, if you just went out and the music was just perfect? And whatever you thought you needed for that night, you never go for because the music is just transcending you. I feel like that would be the most beautiful thing. I don't know where that's going to happen. I don't. I don't mean to look too dubious. Uh, but I feel like that will be amazing. You know, honestly, I felt kind of high today. And that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of energy I'm trying to bring to the people. You, but you, you know, know, not everybody's you. But um, we can. I don't know if we're going to give it a try this weekend. But one of these, one of these weekends, one we're going to go out sober raving. Yes. And um, <laughs> we we will let you all. At home, know how it is. Yes, we will. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. This is the end of our interview and chat portion for Body Moves. Once again, I am Mandy Harris Williams at Ideal Black Female. Mandy, I'm so proud of you. You're such Stop. a beautiful and strong, positive, amazing woman. You are incredible. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for always having my back. And I love you so much. That just got real personal, but you know, shit is real these days. And you got to let people know when you love them. I love you. I love you. We have been, I feel like ever since the first moment we saw each other on that dance floor, we never fucking looked back. Mm -hmm. And I am so happy to count you among my oldest and truest soul friends in Los Angeles. Similarly, I know you always have my back. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes you got my front. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) More on that on the dance floors. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in we have another 48 minutes of house music for you and uh we will continue to move our bodies i hope that you at home will be moving your bodies uh move them as often as you are able to in the most nurturing way that you are able to with friends with family with loved ones with people who you just meet out on the dance floor uh it is a way for us to communicate and share love with one another i also want to remind you of the uh of the things that we came up with today no parking on the dance floor try to dance with each other really embrace the other dancers on the dance floor if you're going to go out this weekend you know like, if you want to do your own thing, go, go for it. But also, like, share community. That is, that is the history of the house music tradition. Remember to respect your elders. <laughs> and I mean, that, I mean that in all sorts of ways. Remember to respect the tradition of house and techno music and dance music. Share love. Share community. Share your body. Well, 